What is up, everybody? We're talking UGA football schedule for 2023. I'm not sure if you've heard this or not, Clint. Okay. But the schedule is soft. Oh, Lord, it is soft. Georgia doesn't play anybody, and some people are all up in their feelings about it. Um, do we care about how people feel about this schedule? I don't care one bit about anything, Daniel. No. Except winning football games. Winning football games. How many of those football games are Georgia going to win in 2023? That's what we're going to talk about today. And which ones might they trip up with today on the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast? You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel, the official sports book mm. of Locked On Podcast. More sure on them are. in a moment with Zubro coming up. Uh, but, Daniel, we are talking UGA football scho- or football schedule, not scholarships. That's John Garcia. We're talking scholarship athletes. Okay. He'll be next week. We're talking yep. schedule. Schedule. Uh, for next season, what it looks like. People bemoaning this. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you the top three games. We think Georgia could slip up the most in. We're not predicting slip-ups. Be Daniel. careful. Let's Be careful make sure how people understand. you phrase this. Because we understand something that on Twitter, people don't like research, don't like numbers. Well, when and you give them research, did, they tend to like it a little less. They like it a little less when you just say, here, here, here's... Your coordinators are bad. Your coordinators are bad. And our coordinators are good. Our coordinators are fantastic. Uh, so we're going to talk about that schedule, Daniel. First, let's give the people what the schedule looks like, shall sure. we? Uh, we start off the year not hot. UT Martin coming into town. Listen, it's the, the bird has goggles on. You understand? I'm not – birds typically fly through the air anyway, but this bird wearing a full aviator helmet, goggles, and everything, uh, you got to respect him for it. We go on to another bird, no goggles, Ball State Cardinal – Second week, and then the SEC schedule kicks off with South Carolina at home, followed by UAB, another uh, cupcake, and then at Auburn, home against Kentucky, at Vanderbilt, Florida in Jacksonville, Mizzou at home, Old Miss at home, and then finishing the season on the road at Neyland Stadium, and then a home game in Atlanta against Georgia Tech, uh, <laughs> let's just get this out of the way. Prediction for next season is 12 and 0, nay, 15 and 0, back to back to back national champions. That's the official prediction of the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. Georgia's not losing the game on this schedule. I do not believe that they will. You do not believe that they will. We've not spoken about this again. at length. We're, so, going, we're going perfect again throughout the SEC, throughout all this schedule. It doesn't matter yeah. who they put on the schedule. They not we lose. Could have kept. The games that the SEC... Oklahoma, the SEC wouldn't let us play Oklahoma because the SEC doesn't want Oklahoma to get scared. See, sometimes I just get so scared. I'm sorry, baby. Please come back. Sometimes sometimes I just get so scared. It's what Oklahoma would have said had they played Georgia. But they're they're not playing Georgia this year. Oklahoma dodges a bullet. Georgia, meanwhile, is going to go 12-0 and walk through this schedule. But let's talk about the three games that they could lose. Because, listen... 12-0 is certainly not a lock. It's certainly not a uh, it's the SEC, certainty. Daniel. 
It's college football, one. It's the SEC, two. And these are 18 to 22-year-old kids, three, many of whom we've not seen play meaningful football before at Georgia. And so there's a lot of variables to this Georgia season. A lot of variables. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the third most likely game for Georgia to slip up, or do you want to not rank these? Do you want to just give them? I don't want to, to rank the these. I don't want to give. Them, I don't want to rank them. Here's where, let's start with the the teams that people are telling us may slip up that we can say definitively are not on our radar. Dan. Mm. Okay. Okay. Teams that Georgia cannot lose to this year. Yeah. Ready? Okay. I'm going to start. Please. Are you ready? I am. It's your South Carolina Gamecocks in week three. Oh, no. There is no shot. And listen very carefully. No shot that the University of Georgia loses at home to South Carolina. South Carolina lost a ton off of this team. I'm not sure if you know about South Carolina, but the recruiting has been strong. The recruiting has been strong, caveat, for South Carolina. It has not been on the level of the Georgias or Alabama. South Carolina is not to the level of reloading yet. And so you lose a ton of productivity off this team. I know they got a couple of guys in the transfer portal. I know they got a couple of guys in recruiting. I know Shane Beamer gets his team to play hard, gets his team to play motivated, inspired football. But week three at home, SEC opener for the University of Georgia. Yep. The only thing that scares you about South Carolina is how early it is in the season, and it's the Carson Beck factor of does Georgia have its quarterback position fully settled in? But I'm going to say no chance that South Carolina competes and beats Georgia. Okay, here's the deal. Here's why South Carolina is on the red. I'm not going to list it as one of the three, but Daniel, it is coming out for UT Martin Ball State early on in the season and then South Carolina hits. I know it's a home game. That's the the benefit. Uh, Rattler coming back, and I'm not saying he's an all-world beater. I'm not saying that, but he did beat a couple of good teams, and Shane Beamer's sure. there. This is all I'm saying. I, it, it's not as ludicrous as that. I'm going to go to a different. Nary a single player that Spencer Rattler threw a pass to last year coming back. I understand like, that. Not, they like All of them players gone. I'm going to go, we ain't losing to Florida. You know? Yikes. Like. Billy. 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 Be serious, Billy. Be For just a second. For one second, be real with us, Billy. Where are you going to coach next? Where are you going to coach next, Billy? Because it, it's coming soon. Florida fans will not abide by this. They will not. This is a proud fan base. Proud, they will not abide. Proud or arrogant and with, stubborn and sure. thick-headed. All okay. can be synonymous. Three things can be the truth. Florida, <laughs> Florida fans will not abide by this for very long. You understand? Billy ain't it. Billy has apparently a first-round quarterback on the roster last year and is able to do absolutely nothing with him. And now this team's going to be worse than last year's team. They're worse. They're gonna be worse. Okay, that's that's unique. Yeah. Okay. That's unique. So Florida's not Georgia's not losing that game. Despite what boy, journalists please, will tell you. Please. And and I use the term as loosely as anyone's ever used a term before. 
Georgia, the toughest game on Georgia's schedule is not on the road at at historic Grant Field no. okay. in Atlanta, Georgia, no. okay. on the flats. No. Okay. <laughs> Georgia's not losing to Georgia Tech. Okay. That's not a thing that's happening. Now, do I think Georgia Tech made a great hire in the offseason replacing Collins with uh, this guy? What's his name? Key? Is that his name? Key. I can't remember. The, yeah. Key, the interim coach, Key. Interim coach, promoted the head coach. Do I think that was a great hire? I think it was a it was. superb hire by Georgia Tech. Do I think Georgia Tech's going to be a heck of a lot better than they were last year? I do think they're going to be better than they were last year. But Georgia's not losing that game. In Atlanta, there will be more Georgia fans there than Georgia Tech fans. That is a given. It's this case every year when Georgia Tech Georgia plays in Atlanta. Georgia's not losing that game. Uh, yes, hundred percent agree. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the um, the games that Georgia might might stumble in. But first, unless you're about FanDuel, we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they are the number one sports book in America. FanDuel. If you're new number to FanDuel, one. that's even better. Number one. That's like us. Like they won the they they're won the, the national, national championship the Georgia of sports books. Of sports betting. It's unbelievable. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel so you can bet on sports uh, sports and Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. We love FanDuel. We are huge sports betting folk. We like the sports book, and they're the official sports book of Locked On Podcast and Locked On Bulldogs. So join FanDuel today at fanduel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. All right, Clint. Yes. <clears throat> it's tough. It's tough to choose three teams. But I want to start with the most obvious, and that is Week 11 on the road at Tennessee. Okay, here we it go. It is the most obvious place that Georgia could, could, not will, but could slip up. Here's why it gives you pause. Okay, tell me. Do we think Joe Milton's a good quarterback on this podcast? No. I'm sorry, but he has a howitzer for an arm. I'm fine with that. He does. He can throw the ball 100 miles off his back foot, Clint. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do we think he's a good quarterback, though? No. Because no, we quarterbacking don't. is different than having a howitzer. And specifically in a Josh Heupel system, having a strong arm doesn't matter. Do you know who would have been an awesome quarterback in a – Josh Heupel system. Stetson Bennett would have been an amazing quarterback in a Josh Heupel. Hendon Hooker, amazing quarterback in a Josh Heupel system. I saw stat the other day that he had more balls that were catch or that were caught but not accurate than than most other SEC quarterbacks. Meaning his wide receivers made up a lot for his deficiency within that offense. Well, Jalen Hyatt did a, does a lot for a lot of people. That's, that's true. in that offense. Joe Milton's not good, but this is Week Eleven. I mean, number one, it's in Knoxville. We should start there. Number one, it's at Neyland Stadium. The place is going to be, you saw it with the Alabama game this year, especially after what Georgia did to them 
in Sanford, when Tennessee fans thought they were going to come and checkerboard that thing, when they thought they were going to come in and take over Sanford Stadium, when all week all I was hearing about was Tennessee fans are buying up all them tickets. Listen, especially after the way they were embarrassed, not as a football team, as a fan base. They were embarrassed in Athens last year. Those fans for that game are going to be rabid. It's going to be one of the most hostile environments. You thought mustard bottles and golf balls were a problem. If that thing is at night, if that thing is at night, no, no. I'm just telling you right now, Georgia will have never played in an atmosphere on the road like it ever. And if, and that's, you might say, Daniel, it sounds like you're giving a lot of respect to Tennessee fans. In this regard, I am. Being they are lunatics. They are lunatics yes. about Tennessee football, and this game will mean everything to them. I don't suspect that Tennessee is going to be great next year, but I do think that they will be in a position where this game might still mean something for them. They might be coming into this yes. game with just one loss. They might be coming in this game maybe with just two losses, but still looking at the possibility of playing in a New Year's Six game if they if they pull out this win. Week 11 in Knoxville, and then Joe Milton will have had all season to figure out and work out everything that he's possibly capable of working out. Uh-huh. Now, I don't think that's going to make him as good as Hendon Hooker. I don't think he'll ever be as good as Hendon Hooker in that offense, but... It will allow him to be better than he'll be at the beginning of the season. Josh Heupel will continue to develop him because he that's what he does. He does actually develop He's, quarterbacks. Again, unlike Billy podcast. Napier. Uh he he does his job. He coaches. So it's it's a game that should scare you if you're a Georgia fan. Again, going back to the previously mentioned Carson Beck. First year starter yeah. on the road with a mm-hmm. hundred thousand fans blaring down mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. vitriol hate. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's a concern. Pause. You might want to pause. All right, Just, where are you going next? Uh, here's my second. The the most and Daniel, I, you would think I would say Kentucky what? because I say Kentucky every single year. Please don't. Um, Do us all a favor and don't. It's, it's not Kentucky. They're not even a sleeper. On not the schedule. even a sleeper. No. Um, it's at Auburn. Yeah, Daniel. it's at Auburn. It's People again not going to like it. Early in the season, we are going to Jordan Hare mm-hmm. and Michael Jordan Hare Stadium. It's going Space to be Jam. Auburn Auburn grads' favorite movie, superior, Space the Jam. Superior Space Jam. Not mm-hmm. not this remake stuff. Yeah, old man. Old man alert. Uh, yes. Um, hi, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan Hare Stadium, Auburn on the road. Uh, new it's coach, a scary game. Um, a, again, a coach that just like Josh Heupel can can do some things offensively. Okay, um, he's he proven do, it. He can do lots of things. Only some of them we're allowed to talk about on this family friendly podcast. He's offensive in all that he does. Yeah. Oh, he's quite offensive morally, but on the field, he is an offensive coach. Correct. These okay. two things true at the same time now. Now yeah. we're going from three to two. Soon, next segment, we'll just do one thing that's true. One, only one thing. <laughs> uh, it's at Auburn. 
again, on the road early in the season, another Carson Beck test and another team that can have some offense. And that's what you need against Georgia. You're not going to get into a defensive slugout with them. We have too many Brock Bowers guys. We have too many yep. running backs. It's not going to get in that slug fest. The, the one hiccup could be, again, that Carson Beck hiccup, but I think we have other guys in the roster. We're going to find a quarterback that can sling it around the yard. Daniel, that's not going to be my issue. Yeah, my The question issue. is, is Auburn going to find a quarterback that can sling it around the yard? Because if they do... Watch out. I'm telling you, Hugh Freeze can coach. He can he coach can football coach. now. Guys. So uh, that's where we're going. It, it, it's an issue. All right. We're going to come back segment three. We're going to talk about the last team that we think Georgia could stumble to. It's somebody that if you don't have the schedule pulled up in front of you, you might you might have forgotten even that we're playing. You might not even be thinking about them at all, but you should be thinking about them a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about that right after we come back. Um, well, first, we're going to talk about Bill Burr? No, we're just going to come back. Oh, we're just going to come back. We're just going to come back. And we're back. We did it. We came back. We were gone. Now we're back. We didn't talk about anything. There's no need to talk about anything. Daniel, you Too many the people. people are talking about things these days. Bro. Look, that's the one truth. Too many people saying things. There's too many. We have access to too Everybody much information. Everybody walking around like they got something to say. But the 199 comes out they when move. they move their lips. It's a it's a bunch of gibberish. That's true. But but they forgot about Dre. Bonfire.com slash store slash the 199. That's where you can go get the Death March t-shirt, get the Kerbinese t-shirt. We're going to have that on tomorrow. You're going to see my Death March t-shirt tomorrow. Loyal third segment listeners, you know. Um, okay, Daniel, you tease the people saying that many people have forgotten this game was on the schedule, but it's on there. It's, it's blaring to us. This team that nobody knows or forgotten who we played, who is the team that we might slip up against? If it's not Tennessee, it's not Auburn. Who is it? It's old miss. Clint. It it's old miss. The oldest of all the misses. Um, I don't, I don't like how you phrase that. It's a trap game. Number one is week 10, right before we go on the road to play at Tennessee. Um, number two, it's Lane Kiffin. You know, he's going to be up for this game. Number three, Ole Miss is probably going to have a pretty dang good football team this year. Now, people are talking about what a weak schedule Georgia plays. But Ole Miss might be the second best team in the West next year. They might be the second best team in the West <clears throat> behind LSU there it is. next year. In case we still have any Alabama fans listening to the pot. Ole Miss is a team that has got some weapons. They've got players coming back, unlike teams like South Carolina that I referenced earlier. They've got a lot of they've got quite a few players coming back. Lane Kiffin, rumored to go every other job in America, like he's gonna take all these jobs. Lane Kiffin back, ready to do it again, seemingly committed to the long term at Ole Miss. And I think he's gonna have a lot to prove next year. I think he's gonna come out, and I think this team's just gonna be pretty good I think the the quarterback development is going to be the key for Ole Miss yep. but when they figure that out which I trust Lane Kiffin I guess to do I think they're going to be a pretty formidable team now again I don't think they're on the level of Georgia and at Sanford Stadium I don't expect Georgia to lose this game but this is don't fool yourself Georgia fans into thinking this is not this is a game Georgia cannot lose because they absolutely can go out and lose to Ole Miss look uh 
Remember that cat? Lane Kiffin's supposed to be this savant throwing the ball everywhere else, yada, yada, yada. And remember when Juxton just came in here and said, oh, how about I Judkins. run all over the SEC? Uh-huh. He just back. everywhere. He's coming back, Daniel. He uh-huh. was a freshman last year. Jackson Dart and, also coming back. Uh, they're going to be improved. They're going to be a better team. And they have a running game. Now, again, you're going to say to me, Georgia fan, well, nobody can run on Georgia. Nobody can run on Kirby. Nobody can run on Georgia. I know that. I get that. I understand. However. But let's also, let's also just slow our roll for a second and say, no one has been able to run on Georgia. See, you've never thing- seen the 2023 Georgia defense. You've never seen them. All I'm telling you is you don't know. The world didn't know what the 2022 Georgia defense was going to be. They thought they were going to take a massive step backwards in 2022. They did uh-huh. not because no one had ever seen them. And then they came out on the field and balled out. We've never seen the 2023 Georgia defense. Have no clue. We know that Trey Scott is very good at his job. Insanely good at his job. We know that there's a lot of really good players on the front seven. We know that Kirby Smart prioritizes things like stopping the run. Yep. But we've never seen... And... Ole Miss might be the best running team we play all year. And so... If anybody's going to run the ball against Georgia... It's that team. It's that team. Tennessee's going to give up on it real quick. I can promise you. Oh, Hupel's ego will not allow him. Well, uh, look, those are the three teams. It is Auburn, Tennessee, Ole Miss have the three likeliest chances if we were able to name an opponent for the SEC championship. And if it is, in fact, LSU, that would be the most likely loss of the season for Georgia. Um, but since we can't do I think that, at Tennessee is more likely than in the SEC championship against LSU, to be honest with you. Really? I do. I think on the road in Neyland Stadium against Tennessee, even though, again, I don't think Tennessee is going to be as good this year as they were last year. But I think Week 11 on the road, Neyland Stadium at Tennessee, is a more likely Georgia loss than an SEC championship game against LSU. Okay. I do. That's that's a hot take. Is it? No, not really. Uh, I, I think, think Old right. Miss I, at home is a more likely loss than an SEC championship game against Alabama. If well, we're, if we're going to talk about things like that, well, hold on, you hold on, hold on, Alabama. This just in: if yeah. Georgia loses uh-huh. to Old Miss at home in Week Ten, it might be a rematch in the SEC championship game against Old Miss. This has been Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We will see you guys tomorrow. See you then.